I'm Tefra Jemian. I'm Katie Diop. Welcome to Yeah, the show where we talk about young adult lit and what it can teach us at any age. This is our book club, and you're invited. Yeah! yeah. Before we get started, as always, we want to acknowledge that the studio where we're situated, where I'm situated currently, and I think the area that you're situated in currently as well, is situated, said situated four times in a row, within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember the lands we occupy are not our own and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship to the land you live on and the indigenous communities of that area and think about how you can maybe change, deepen, enlarge that relationship and be conscious of it. Mm -hmm. Try to be a helper. Try to find a way to be a helper in your community. I think that uh, people aren't looking at how to help. People are saying we're helping so let's let's get active folks let's do it me too absolutely all right so it's our last episode of the year it's our last episode of 2020 i cannot how do you feel about 2020 being done (laughs) i don't think there's enough wine to process 2020 um but i'm uh i'm glad that we're heading into uh winter solstice and and uh some some socially distanced holidays i'm ready for 2021. I mean, I'm also feeling a little conflicted about 2020 because on the one hand, I'm like, I do feel now that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I know people who have been vaccinated now. We're approaching the finish line. And I think I have been so cautious with my optimism through this whole process. I do tend to be optimistic. I'm I am an optimistic person. But I'm also like a realistic optimist. And I think I have been giving myself just like longer timelines so that if it I keep being like even when I was thinking, you know, in in April, when I was thinking, well, this will last a month, I was telling myself, but let's think safely two months, you know. (laughs) So now (laughs) facing, you know, actually perhaps a resumption of of social interaction and, you know, being able to see and hug and smooch my family and all of that is very exciting. Can I say the one thing I'm not looking forward to this season of pandemic being over? I would like to not wear pants and bras ever again. (laughs) I think that we should have, we should come to a social agreement that uh, one can be professional and uh, not have to wear a bra even if your boobs are beyond a B cup. Woo! Controversial. Controversial. I'm putting it out there. That's what I'm retaining from 2020. I don't want to wear a bra ever again. I don't want to wear <laughs> clothes built to shape my body in a shape that it is not naturally. There you go. Takeaway. I am really with you on pants. <laughs> I have started to miss bras. But, like, specifically supportive bras that fit me. I've been wearing, like, bralettes and nursing bras, right? Because I have a toddler who's still nursing. And uh, 
when you're nursing you just can't wear your regular bras because nothing is the same and I am starting to get to a point where I'm like a you know when when like kittens start to get big enough and the mama cat starts to just kind of snack them every time they get near I'm kind of feeling I'm kind of feeling like that these days just just and um but so I am kind of missing bras and I am kind of missing dressing like like dressing right not just dressed Mm. the way I am currently which is in sweatpants and a messy bun um and a bleach stained sweatshirt which I have worn in work meetings this year you know um so I do kind of miss dressing however I really sincerely hope that our experience sort of globally collectively of 2020 helps everybody just kind of chill the fuck out a little bit about what is considered (gasps) quote unquote professional in terms of dress because like a a lot of our standards of quote unquote professionalism are classist b a lot of them are fat phobic C, as we all know, and this really should have been A, many, many, many of them are racist. And it's just like, maybe we can just, maybe we can just all agree that as long as like your butt's covered, it's okay. You know, it's okay. And like our respect for people, because I, I just feel like a lot of the like, quote unquote, professional dress is about respecting somebody for how much money they have. And I would really like to be past that. That's fair. I'm all right with that. I uh, yeah. I support that fully. Mm-hmm. I support that fully. Um, should we um, deep dive on what we did on the podcast in the past year? Yeah. So this is, I guess, uh, actually a, a YA books podcast and not a Teffer and Caddy hot takes on life podcast. So maybe we should talk about books a little bit. Our hot takes on life are awesome BT dubs. Absolutely. I think we should have that podcast, except not actually because I definitely don't have the bandwidth to produce another podcast. So this year, we started off the year, if I'm not mistaken, with some comfort. We started off strong. And I've got to say (laughs) this year, like for all that 2020 has been, this year has also been the year of some of my absolute favorite books that we've covered. This has been a strong year for YA Lit and a strong year for this show. Oh, heck yeah. Um, so we started off with Comfort Reads and we read Red, White, and Royal Blue, Gingerbread, my fave, and Twilight. My fave. Then we got we got into really honestly one of my favorite months we've ever done was when we decided in February to do romance books by black authors YA romances by black authors and that is that's the month we got introduced to Christina Forrest so like my high point this year is Christina Forrest we read I want to be where you are in February it was February 3rd and it blew me away it was so good and then we had the great privilege of reading her second book um, later this summer. And then I got to interview her. Like, this was a year of Christina Forrest. And, like, what a, what a spectacular author. What a really exciting person to have on the scene. So, like, yeah, my, like, right off the bat, my big 2020 highlight is Christina Forrest. She is one to watch. She is fantastic. Yes. Uh, shall we say sort of... Um... Uh, uh, you know, last year we fell in love with like 
Brittany Morris. Mm-hmm. We 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 had like obviously our love affair continues with Ben Philippe, um, etc. But but this is nice. It's like seeing new voices, and it's almost like they're inspired by some of the voices that we loved mm-hmm. the year before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm wondering if we should. I mean, I don't think we should need to list every single book. Well, maybe we mm-hmm. need to list every single book. We, I guess we could. Um, but we did Let's Talk About Love by Claire Can. Um, this is kind of an epic love story by Kason Callender. Full disclosure by Cameron Garrett, another real My highlight. Highlight of the year. I love that book. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Then we read P.S. I Still Love You by Jenny Han. Yeah. And then uh, and then we moved into uh, we moved into some some more fun stuff. Then we moved in. Oh, we moved into our fantasy series. Yeah. So we did we did three weeks in March. It wasn't like a full. Oh, it was because it was sequel month. That's what it was. It wasn't fantasy month. It was sequel month. So we did P.S. I Still Love You by Jenny Han, Everlasting Rose by Danielle Clayton, Children of Virtue and Vengeance, which is incidentally our most listened to episode ever. Children of Virtue and Vengeance, our review of Children of Virtue and Vengeance has been listened to about 10 times more than any other episode we've ever done. I think maybe Tomi Adeyemi retweeted it. I think that may have been what happened. Um, but that is one of our most listened to episodes of all time because that book deserves it. <laughs> it kicked some butt. Yeah. Wow. And, and, ooh, and then and then and then we fell into Justina Ireland, which was my discovery. And that was fun. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Um mm-hmm. yeah. West like pseudo Western fantasy books by black authors I have discovered as a genre that I am really fucking into like that and good luck girls I can't wait for the second one to come out oh my god so good so we also did I think these were our first series read throughs yes and this one I have to admit although I complained the whole way through I had so much fun doing the Anne of Green Gables by L.M. Montgomery series because I got to Raz Bailey for loving these books. <laughs> it was so much fun to just like go go in and question these things. And poor Bailey up <laughs> with it. <laughs> I have I have two things to say about that. One is a confession, which is that I started reading Anne of Green Gables with my daughter, who actually the day of recording it turned seven today. And we got about halfway through it. She doesn't really have staying power to, like, finish a whole novel. But we we got a good way of the way into it. And I loved it. Reading it out loud to her, I loved it. So I don't know why I had such a different experience. But I had a totally different experience of the book reading it with her out loud. Um, Just Anne of Green Gables. But the other thing I have to say is that my memory of that, which is also wrapped up in my daughter, actually, we moved her into her like big girl bedroom this summer and I painted the walls this gorgeous sky blue. And so I have this memory of listening to the Anne of Green Gables books as audiobooks while painting this room sort of in in spring when the weather was just starting to get nice. And like at this point we were like the quarantine happened uh, between P.S. I Still Love You and Everlasting Rose, mm-hmm. which is wild to think. <laughs> but it was just, it was just really beautiful. It's a nice memory. And then. Oh, boy. <laughs> Let's go there. 
and then I disappeared. I went away for a bit, um, and I think it's fair to share with uh, with I can I can share this with uh, our listeners. Um, I took a break this summer because a member of my family passed away. Unfortunately, I lost my sister, um, so I got to enjoy the Harry Potter series from afar. Ooh, boy, and the timing on it was this, so good. Oh my god, was it good? This was just the most uncomfortable timing that we've experienced because we started reviewing harry potter as like this will be fun we've been we've been waiting for a long time to review the harry potter books like everybody always asks us when are you going to review the harry potter books and then about halfway through like a couple books in i think it was between azkaban and goblet of fire jk rowling who i do have to put it out there has always been a transphobe we have always known this this has been documented but J.K. Rowling, the transphobe, decided to double the fuck down in a big way on her transphobia in a way that is all wrapped up in British politics. Um, and, and Britain has gone from being sort of low-key a dangerous place for trans people to being a very high-key, uh, uh, politically unsafe place for trans people, especially trans youth. And that was happening just fast-tracked while we were reviewing the Harry Uh Potter books. And then, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement really gained momentum during this series. And so then we were in this situation of talking about fucking Harry Potter during, like, this super important global political movement and we still had like three more books and it just felt wrong it felt like it was so ugh, the timing on that it got a little awkward um, but yeah um yeah and and uh y'all recorded a really lovely episode um, just talking about Black yeah. Lives Matter, and uh, I was nowhere around uh, during that time. And there is something really comforting in knowing that um, my my co-hosts had my back. So mm-hmm. thanks for doing that. Of course. I mean, I just felt like the least we could do at that point because we still had three more episodes of, or no, two more episodes of talking about. Harry Potter. Now, I'm sure that someday I will go back to reading Harry Potter with it being comfort reading. Maybe? But it's just... It's just... I mean, it's very personal. It's very personal for every reader. And there are... There are people like um, the Gailey Prophet who have done a great deal of work to say, no, we are trans people who find a great deal of ourselves in this universe and you can't take it from us and there are people who say absolutely not there are lots of other options and I'm going to take those um and you can fall wherever you do in that fair but we came out of that we did and actually you talking about taking your break brings up something Mm -hmm. that I really wanted to address because I think this year this is our third year more or less like in may Uh it will complete our third year of this podcast so we're kind of a veteran ya podcast now like we've been doing this for a while and i think something that we really learned as a team this year for one thing i think working remotely has actually connected us 
and we're working much more as a team than we were previously and that is so exciting that's so fun to see you know we um we brought Eunice on board as a summer edition, and then she stayed, which was really exciting as kind of like a part-time host. I think we should stop calling summer positions summer positions, because that's how I joined the team. It and is. Eunice is going nowhere, or, or at least if I have anything to do with it. <laughs> well, Eunice, you're... T- I mean... Caddy, I just called you Eunice. Caddy, you are telling our secret, which is that the summer internships are how we hire people. (laughs) Which, like, for the record, I just want to put it out there. uh, We also offered Sanya a continuing hosting spot, and she just couldn't take it. I just want to make it very clear that Caddy didn't, like, beat Sanya out for that spot. We wanted both of them. I would have been happy if Sanya were still here as well, Yeah. yeah. But she's busy doing stuff. But it's been nice to see how we've learned to take care of ourselves. Because I know in our second year, we started doing themed months. And what happened was we would give ourselves sort of back-to-back, super intense themed months. I think we sort of caved to this idea of having important discourse. And, and we burned ourselves out. We burned ourselves out over and over again, reading heavy, challenging books back to back, back to back for months. And this year, we've really been learning to put in light books, put in quick and easy to read books, add multimedia reviews. You know, we're all super tired. Why don't we do a series review this week? And that has been so important because... We don't, I mean, I don't want this show to burn out, you know? I don't want us, like, I'm sure it will end eventually because all projects have to end eventually. But I didn't want it to end because we all burned out. That's a, uh, thank you, uh, production Teffer. Uh, I will let you put on your production hat. Uh, Thank you for not wanting us to burn out. I appreciate it. And you, yay. Um, Uh, No, for sure. And. And, and having a team where you can take a break. Yeah. I think that that's a big takeaway also for me uh, this year. It's, you know, being part of, of a community where you can say, I got to I got to take a I got to take a break for yeah. a few months and I'll be back later on yeah. um, and have that be OK is incredibly, you know, lucky. And mm-hmm. oh, I just love it here. And it was, I mean, it was an altruistic decision, too, because I, the the challenging part of this year for me is because I am the only one with access to our studio, I have to be on every single episode. Even if I were to not host on an episode, I would have to be in the room producing the show. A lot of, I mean, I've, I've also really taken a good hard look at, okay, last week we didn't put out an episode. Because I was not feeling well, and you were not feeling well, and we were just like, they can't go out this week. (laughs) And that is probably for people who don't make content, it's easy to just say, well, yeah, you took a sick day. But when you're like somebody who produces content, you can put so much pressure on yourself to like keep to a schedule and it's an arbitrary schedule you just kind of like make it up but it becomes the most important thing in the world of like we put out an episode every week which is incidentally actually how we ended up expanding our team because I really don't like doing bi-weekly releases and uh, Bailey who is very good at setting boundaries was like well I can't record every week 
Thank you, Bailey. That opened up a spot for me. So we've just been learning how to take care of ourselves while putting content out and how to find a rhythm that works and how to take breaks. And let me tell you, once we are recording in the studio again, I will be doing the same. I will be taking a break. We are also not putting an episode out over the holidays uh, this year because we need breaks. Oh, especially, can we take a moment and just acknowledge we did all this through a pandemic. We did. We did it. And I think that, like, you know, no, this is not the end of the episode, but I think we need to give ourselves a little snappity snap of the fingers because, holy cannoli, this year has put us through the ringer emotionally physically spiritually you name it Mm -hmm. and all of us have been through it and (sighs) you and bailey kept going and that was wild and i thought that was wicked and you know this could have been i think that had we stopped in the beginning of the pandemic i don't know that we, we would have picked it right back up at any point and i think i mean i think that's why i was so intent on keeping it going and it's why i'm very glad that we kept it going because I think as I said before I'm sure this project will end someday but I am not ready (laughs) to be done with this project and I think if I had stopped making this a it was my only little island of normalcy and the pandemic you know my classes went online everything was weird I started a new job in the beginning of May this year and like I'm still at that job and it's great but like it was it was a weird time and so being able to read the books come together talk about things have this social connection has been really really good and um this this show is too good to just end you know like i'm just going to say that like like i like this group of people i like what we do and um and ultimately I think moving remotely doing it remotely made us better at what we're doing and prepared us better um for the future. Yep. yep. Definitely pushed us to get a bit more organized in our stuff, yeah. Yeah. And it also like really I think our connection with our audience has has been great because people are more online. Like, yes, let's take let's take a mid a mid year break, okay? Because we 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 made it to the end of the two read throughs, yeah. <laughs> so this is this is we're like we're like in the in the warmer months. Uh, I'm sorry yeah. if you live in the southern hemisphere, and uh, so yeah, the connection with the with the the yeah, we we gotta find a fun snappy name for the book uh, club. The, folks, the book club. Know. Oh yes, I love it. Sold. Um, <laughs> so. The book club has been active and yay book club. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It's been so nice to connect with you all. And like, I think some of that, I mean, we, some of this is absolutely a hundred percent people were at home listening to podcasts. Like when we look at the chart, it's like normal numbers, normal numbers, normal numbers, mid-March, huge spike. But the amazing thing is that that spike hasn't dropped again. Like, it hasn't tapered off. You all started listening and you kept listening. And that is so nice. Um, You've also been interacting with us more. We get random emails from people being like, have you read this book? Did you like it? That's so nice. Um, Our Patreon is, like, much more lively and active. And that's really fun. Um, And this is the part, like, starting the show way back in 2018 that I was excited for. I was like, I can't wait till we're at a point where we like have our listeners and we have a relationship with them Uh because YA Lit is fantastic. It is so fun to read about it. 
And it's so fun to connect with people who love it. Heck yes, it's a great way to connect with people. I'm super behind that. And uh, also big shout out to our patrons, uh, yeah. most of whom I think appeared uh, in the Harry Potter read-throughs, yes. which was super fun. Yes. So it was nice putting voices to uh, the names that I butcher uh, during <laughs> our uh, end credits. Yeah. yeah. So we finished up the Harry Potter series. Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I love it. We're keeping this in. The Harry Potter series finished um and then we read another two of my absolute favorite books of this year which is the good luck girls by charlotte nicole davis so good and now that i found you by christina forrest which and then i interviewed a christina forrest and it was just fantastic it was such a good uh interview she is lovely very cute little side note this thing that i thought was adorable is that so Christina is apparently has a mutual friend with Eunice and we talked about this like during the interview and we did the interview and afterward I went to Eunice and was like hey you didn't tell me that you have a mutual friend and she got all shy and she was like I just didn't want to like be name droppy oh Eunice has secrets all right it was it's really time. nice um Eunice and I are gonna have to we're gonna have to throw down I can't wait I'm gonna try to push her <laughs> so July was a great month we also did A Song Below Water by Bethany C. Morrow. You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson, which just keeps winning the awards. And it's mm-hmm. so well earned. Then we did The Truth About Forever. Eunice and I did The Truth About Forever, which is a book that we had both read in high school. And that was really fun to go back That's to. Awesome. Super fun to connect with her. Uh, I'm. So, it is so nice to have like my buddy who I talked about books with in middle and high school on the show to talk about books with. Yeah. <laughs> and then oh. we had episode 100. We made it. No, no. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Then we had a little episode where I talked about episode 100. And then we did Sick Kids in Love. And then we had episode 100. <laughs> Dear listeners, um, book club, um, I think you, at this point, realize that Teffer and I are at the end of our individual <laughs> um, capacities for the year. So uh, please forgive us if we are not quite as um, organized as we may usually be. Um, but you know what? Uh, Falala, it is the season. Uh, be kind. Thank you. Well, also, we're now in, like, more recent stuff, so people probably remember yeah. this. So we did the Babysitter's Club series review. We did Midnight Sun with Candace Pye. Shout out to the very beginning of our show. That was That was very fun. fun. Um, Candace is great. Candace can always come on the show. <laughs> Candace, yes. I'm, I miss Candace's. So I feel like with the pandemic, I've, like, really become clear on, like, the people I miss. The people I, like, want to have around all the time. And Candace is one of them. Every time she posts on social media, I'm just like, be in my life. That's amazing. We did our little back to school book list. We did Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, can I say another one of my highlights of the year? It was a I'm good actually, book. I'm actually thinking of reading it again over yeah. the holidays. It was a surprise. Well, I think that one was fun because it was so surprisingly good. You know, I didn't expect it to be good. And then it was so good. Absolutely. I made us read The True Confessions of Charlotte Doyle. I am enforcing another high seas book in March. 
this year. Uh, that's just going to happen every time. And then Charming as that's a Verb right. by then Ben Philippe, uh, who I talked to later that year. Yes, let's talk about Ben Philippe for a minute. Ben? Ben, are you listening? Ben. Ben, we love you. Be- ben, will you be our friend? Okay, that's it. Ben, I feel like Ben is probably my biggest, like, YA crush right now, you know? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And his writing skills are off the charts. Okay. I'm very Daddy, what excited. what do you think I'm crushing on? <laughs> That's fair. I mean, um, he's no, also what's, easy what's on not the eyes? to crush on? He's easy on the <laughs> eyes. He has a cute little French accent. I'm going to be so embarrassed if he listened to this episode. Come be our friend, Ben. So then we did Witch October, which, you know what, I had a funny experience recently where I was talking to somebody and she was like, yeah, I listened to a bunch of your recent episodes, but not the Witchies series. And I was like, you know what? Fair enough. Not for everybody. But who boy was it for me? That was fun. We did Bone Witch by Rincha Pico. We did The Year of the Witching by Alexis Henderson. These Witches Don't Burn by Isabel Sterling. And then... My personal favorite episode this year, A Brief History of Witches, where Caddy and I talked about witchcraft. And we wore dark lipstick. And we did a video episode. It was so fun. That was so fun. fun. It was a great time. Uh, Yeah, so the witching month was not my favorite, uh, not because I don't love the books that we read, but more so because I'm a big chicken and this kind of stuff is not 100% my bag. Um, So obviously, as always, take my uh, comments with a grain of salt. I think I have said before that if I were solely responsible for this show, all we ever read would be contemporary YA romance. Oh, my God. That is all we would ever read. We would never read anything else. And if you want proof of that, just, like, go look at our first year. Um, (laughs) Fair. Yeah. So then we did, in November, we read books by Indigenous authors, which was real fun. Um, Hearts Unbroken by Cynthia Latex-Smith is my personal favorite from that series. Uh, It was really, really good. I'm very excited about Heart Drum, which is the imprint she's starting with HarperCollins. Son of a Trickster by Eden Robinson, um, also very good. We had a little bonus episode in the middle of November where I interviewed Ben Philippe about trains and Pokemon and also about books. Nerds. Those Who Run in the Sky by Aviac Johnson with patron Maddie Dever. That was super fun to have Maddie on to talk about that book. Uh, We got into some really just beautiful conversations about childhood and trauma and emotions and then finished off the month with This Place, 150 Years Retold, our first review of a graphic novel. Great graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Every Canadian needs to go spend money in an Indigenous-owned bookstore, buy the book, yeah. and make sure that we continue um, having access to great art like this. I really dug it. I keep calling it a graphic novel, but it, it it's actually technically, like, not a novel, but whatever. Yes, it's, it's short stories, yes. Yeah. And then, I mean, recently, December 1st, I uh, talked to the founder of Melanin NYA, Melody Simpson. She's going to come back and review something with us because she's great. That was fun. Uh, And then last last episode, we did the Dash and Lily series review, which let me tell you, I have already watched that series a second time. I loved it so much. I made it through 12 minutes of episode one. What? No, you, That's it. I mean, you don't have to stick it out because what you do with your entertainment time is, is your call. Uh, yes. I loved it. 
I, I <laughs> yeah, I watched it and then I made Tom watch it with me again. I really, really liked That's it. That's sweet. That's really sweet. And so that was 2020. That was 2020. Okay. I think it's important for us to do this though. Teffer. Caddy. In 2020. What was your chaser? What was your, was there a thing, a non-book thing that brought you joy in this wild, wild year that felt like a decade? So all things considered, 2020 was actually a pretty great year for me. I always feel kind of awkward saying that because I know 2020 has been an awful year for most people. Um, And I mean, the pandemic thing has not been fun and you know, losing people had not, has not been fun. I lost my grandmother and was not able to be there, you know, because she was in uh-huh. Seattle. There were hard things this year. But I got a job, as I mentioned before, at the beginning of this year that has been just such a positive thing for me. Really just a really great environment to be in this year specifically. Um, my family, I feel like, has been having a really good year, like just being together has actually been really good for us and we've been finding our rhythms and our and our rituals and stuff that has been really really good and I also just made a bunch of cool stuff like being at home all the time has given me time to do I love to do just like little handmade projects and being at home all the time has given me the time to like do a little embroidery do a little painting like do some fun baking I like being at home, even though right now I'm daydreaming about airplanes like every single day. <laughs> uh, and I, I can't wait to just like go to Boston for a solid month. But but overall, you know, I, I think this felt in many ways like a year of calm um, for my family specifically, for my little nuclear family specifically, where we sort of got back to what was important and connected to each other and all those cliche things that people say when they're trying to to justify the pandemic I don't know but like despite all of the rage and frustration it was a pretty good year nice that's amazing there's an uber eats guy who's gonna ring my doorbell now I just saw him as Toby would say so so you so don't food. have to edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> When the doorbell rings, Toby oh, goes, so, so, so food. <laughs> I love Toby. Toby is, uh, what, he's my mascot. Oh, he's such a, he's, yeah, he's really Dandy delightful. baby, the fanciest. He's okay, I don't think he's going to ring, which is great, because I asked them to just leave it at the door. Okay, sorry about that. Thank That's you, okay. Tom. Okay, so for me, mm-hmm. my chaser this year uh the thing that made the year less painful was 100 percent getting outside mm-hmm. going for walks i got to i'm very fortunate got to spend some time uh outside of the city and uh continue to do so on a weekly basis for my mental health but also my physical health also I asked for help this year. I'm super proud of that. Uh, I, I sunk into some pretty, pretty dark and uncharted territories. And um, I'm still here and I'm still kicking. And I have good friends and a lovely family who stepped up. And yeah, so for folks uh, in the book club who are wondering if uh, maybe they want to ask for help, ask for help. And uh, worst case, uh, send me a message. I'll help you out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we're all kind of learning that this year. It's a good, 
It's a good lesson to learn. We gotta. Excuse me, I'm just going to go see if my food arrived because I think the guy's That's just totally standing nice. in front of my door. So, so food. <laughs> so, so, so food. So 2020 is a wrap, folks. Moving into 2021, I'm really excited about uh, some of the things we have lined up for 2021. We're going to be doing some great books. Uh, hopefully also talking to some great authors. Going to work on getting that in place. Maybe, I mean, I'm I'm hopeful that in 2021 we all will be together if the fates allow. <laughs> yeah and I'll yeah. be sitting at this table and and I mean Eunice will still be phoning in but we'll have we'll be in the studio together again yep I've told you before Teffer prepare yourself for the assault of like the assault of hugs that's coming so many, I you know what I keep just like dreaming about I just want to have my friends over on our big old couch and watch a movie and all cuddle the whole time I just want to cuddle all my friends and share snacks and watch a movie. That's what I want. I'll be there. Awesome. All right, folks. One last time for this year. Thanks for listening to Yeah! If you want to leave us some feedback, suggest a book for us to read, or just say hi, send us an email at theyapodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, if you dare, at Yeah Podcast. And individually, I'm at Teffer Bear. And I'm at Caddy double underscore D. If you like the show, which I hope you do, um, and want to help us make it even better, consider supporting us on Patreon. You can get all kinds of great perks, including early access to bonus content, shoutouts, guest appearances, and more. Head to patreon.com slash yeahpodcast to donate. Shout out to our patrons, <laughs> Catherine Reshi, Erica Satchbury, Kat McGuire, Lizzie Tenho, Chantal Thomas, Maddie Dever, Megan Jane, Emily Patton, and Emmett Cameron. We have merch. Hit the merch link in the description of this episode to get some from the fine folks over at T Public. Also, one of my goals for 2021 is to get us some new merch designs for y'all. I love that. You can also support us for free by leaving a rating and review on Stitcher or Apple Podcasts, subscribing on Spotify, and by sharing this episode with a friend. Perhaps someone um, who needs the voices of a couple of friends while they're, like, cleaning or, 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 or doing a task that they're, you know, not super excited about. Or somebody who really has a fetish for, like, listening to somebody list every episode of the podcast they did this year. Mm -hmm. Nice. That's what, this episode is great for that. Um, you <laughs> Special thanks to Great Bear for letting us use their song Denny's Groove as our theme music. You can find their music for sale at greatbearmusic.bandcamp.com. This episode was produced by the one, the only, the Tefera Gemian and edited by my favorite and I think Tefers too, Tom Zalat and I as part of the Upford Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Hi there. I am Nick Hughes, the son. And I am James Hughes, the father. Together, we co-host Canada's Young Leaders, a podcast exploring bold ideas for our country's future. Our third and final season focuses specifically on climate change, how we got here, and where we need to go. We'll be speaking with young environmental leaders about the roles of governments, corporations, and individuals in combating this crisis, and also thinking about the role of the COVID-19 pandemic in the climate movement. So, if you're someone who is concerned about climate change and wants to learn more, check out Canada's Young Leaders, a very proud member of the Upford Network. 
Hi, I'm Howard Mitnick, host of Gateway Music. Join me as I talk with people about the artists and albums that changed their lives, and about the artists and albums that changed mine. Available on the Upford Network and wherever you get your podcasts.